Welcome back to the Retro Craptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Hello. Hey, Aaron. Hey, man. Hey. How's, uh, how's everything going in uh, Toronto for you? For me? I think it's going pretty well, ultimately. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I guess for for future listeners... If you're listening from far in the future, tis the age of COVID-19. We're smack in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Things really escalated someone, quickly. Oh, very quickly, yeah. And they still, I don't know, still kind of changed day by day, I feel like. Yeah, Never well, like... really know what's going to change next. Literally two weeks ago, I was at an event in Vancouver for work, and they were like, uh maybe we'll cancel maybe we won't but seems like people aren't too worried about it so they'll probably still come out (laughs) and they did and like it went fine so that was that was literally two weeks ago yesterday so if i would have caught it at that event i would know by now um yeah so it's uh (laughs) it's crazy how in 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 two weeks, it's gone from like, yeah, maybe we'll cancel our huge convention to don't gather in groups larger than 10. Yeah, it's <laughs> certainly changed. And I hear what I understand over there in, in, in BC, not everything is, is shut down yet. Um, pretty much everything is shut down. Events larger than 50 people is... Um, are banned uh pretty much all restaurants and coffee shops are either like independently owned stuff are either shut down or have gone to like takeout only Mm, um like even like the big chains like mcdonald's and stuff it's like drive-through only dining rooms closed that kind of thing so yeah yeah pretty much everything is shut down grocery stores are still open um that kind of thing but yeah it's it's pretty much like there isn't a shelter in place order on officially but it it's pretty much everyone's acting like there is uh, okay. which which is ultimately good yeah i would say so yeah it's uh i mean it makes online dating weird but other than that it's like pretty normal <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know? it make online dating easier because you don't actually have to go out yeah yeah (laughs) but there's also not like a hey what are you doing next week you know i usually try not to chat with someone for longer than a week if i don't plan on seeing them in person Mm. and and it's like hey are you free sometime maybe in august (laughs) (laughs) oh boy you know or or it gets even weirder where they're like hey let's ignore what's going on hey do you want to come over tonight and you're like no that seems like a bad idea there's oh a global, of course <laughs> there's a global pandemic happening and they're like yeah but it'll be fine like i've been safe and i'm like yeah i've been safe too and i'm going to continue to be safe by not <laughs> going out yeah for real yeah Ooh. so so there's that other than that uh you know things haven't been uh yeah, too bad for me. I, I I'm still working from home. Uh, mm-hmm. My my pilot got canceled 
which is unfortunate. Yeah, we we're supposed sucks. to shoot that this week. The case. Yeah, Bummer, yeah. Uh, it pretty much every car distributor has pulled their press fleet. Um, so no one's getting press cars right now. Which is kind of one understandable because spreading disease, and two. Like, no one's reading the news other than, like, <laughs> epidemic stuff anyways, so it wouldn't really, like, do you really, are you going to tune in to find out if the, the 2020 Land Rover Discovery is any good? If you can't go out and buy one because the car dealership's closed? Like, probably not. Yeah, not quite top of my list right now. No, no. So, yeah, it's... uh it's not too bad. What what I don't know. What's it like out there? Like, uh, well, I mean, pretty shut down. Yeah. Like, yeah, lots of stuff. There are grocery stores that are open, but yeah, like that's basically it. Uh, actually, there are a few Starbucks stores that are still open for some reason, but they've hmm. removed all of the tables and chairs. Yep. You can't see that. A lot of a lot of <laughs> yeah. places are doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. But I mean, I, I am someone who loves being at home and loves being alone. So I'm in my element right now. <laughs> oh, nice. You can help help give advice for people through these times. No, I've gotten no advice. I just love it. <laughs> in my, in my advice is, hey, just love it. Just love it? And, you know, to some people, they would say, yeah, I should just love it. And most people would be like, fuck you. And that'd be understandable because they don't love it. Well, it's like even last week. My wife is one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, even last week we were going uh, to work in shifts so that like we wouldn't have more than two or three people in the office at any given time. Oh, right. Um, and, And some people like one of my coworkers is pregnant. So she's been working from home for a month already. Um, oh, she has a, a the the lucky uh, she's lucky to live like right next to the station. So she kind of comes in late at night after we've all gone home and the cleaners have been through. And then she kind of you know gets her files to work on for the next day and drop you know transfers her finished projects and stuff like that. Right? But it's weird. I've been like a good yeah, just just going through the Starbucks drive-through every morning. Because I'm just like, I need to just like talk to a person, you know, I need to like, <laughs> I need to like see another person. I have, I don't see people ever. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that's kind of been, been my life. Yeah. You're going uh, a bit stir crazy. A little bit. I mean, my, uh, my housemates, the folks upstairs are, are starting a garden, you know, cause food security is going to be important in the apocalypse. Oh Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I helped them with that a little bit yesterday. So that was nice to interact with people. And it's uh, the weather is actually really nice right now. It's like a nice like 15 to 17 degrees every day. It's a little wow. colder today. It's like 13. It's a little chillier. But it was nice. Yeah, nice to get outside yesterday, get a little bit of vitamin D, you know. Mm. Feel the warmth of the sun on my face for a few fleeting moments before receding back into the basement <laughs> uh, that's another thing i've heard is like right now like people are like buying up vitamin d like it's gonna be really important to have vitamin d and i'm like been taking that all year 
already yeah. hated the sun. <laughs> so. I already have, oh, I have tons of vitamin D. I stock up on that shit through the winter because I'm like, it's the seasonal depression is real. Yeah, kind of stay on top of that. Yeah, yeah. But no, in terms of like going stir crazy, not not too bad. Like, you know, I haven't really had to work, you know, this weekend at all, which was nice. So I've just been like playing FIFA, trying yeah. to, you know, I phone my grandmother, tell her to keep her 81-year-old ass at home. For real, yeah. And she's like, nah, I will just go across the street to buy groceries at the at the supermarket there. I'm like, nope, you don't do that. You call me, and I'll go do it, and I'll bring it to you. I'll leave it at your door, and I won't talk to you, and you'll pick it up, <laughs> and you'll disinfect everything. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, makes sense. I don't, I, I've yeah. been doing it out in BC a lot. A lot, if not all of the grocery stores here are having, like, when they open for the first whatever hours is seniors yeah. only. Seniors yeah. only. Yep, they've been doing that. And then there's a lot of places that are delivering. Mm, that's um, handy. And they're I think they're prioritizing um, seniors as well. So if your address is in like a, a you know, 55 plus um, kind of community, you know, like like my grandma lives in like a gated community. That, oh, like yeah. You have, you have to be older than 55 to move in there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, other than that, um, pretty much everyone, yeah, I was just doing takeout or there's a lot of places now that have local places that have signed up on skip the dishes. So that's still going on. And oh. I'm not convinced that that's like a safe. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, mm. There, there's one local business, um, Oh fuck it! I'll just call it out. He's never gonna listen to this. It's called O'Neill's. You're, you're familiar with O'Neill's. I'm familiar with O'Neill's and the man. Yeah, it, it, it's run by the grumpiest dude of all time. But it's yeah. kind of, it's it's part of the experience of of going there. The guy makes an amazing breakfast sandwich on this like homemade sweet potato roll that like I'm sure he's gonna like take the recipe to his grave with him. Like, I'm sure he's just committed it to memory and no one else knows what it is. And, like, when he dies, fuck you, you don't get it. Um, but it's basically, like, I don't know, the closest the closest uh, um, example I can come up with, like, the soup Nazi from Seinfeld. Yeah, no, that's that fair. fair. Like, he doesn't yeah. necessarily... I've never heard him yell so much, but, like, definitely that level of grumpiness. Yeah, he he started the restaurant because... The way he tells it, I, I go there a lot, so he's gotten to know me, and we 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 chat. <laughs> um, me and my bandmates. Didn't he like we play co- you play you a love song or something? Yeah, so like me and my bandmates kind of go there like pretty much after every practice. It's a very unhealthy uh, routine <laughs> to be in, but like we're, he was like, "Well, you guys always coming in here like you know like one o'clock on a Saturday." We're like, "Oh, we're, we're in a band. We like finish practice." And we're like, "He's like, oh yeah, I wrote a song," and he like goes and like gets his guitar and like this like ratty ass notebook with like a thousand pages torn out of it just like falling apart and he's like oh right here yep this is it it's called song uh it's the only song i've ever written <laughs> it's like i wrote it because i said i said some things to a friend of mine and i needed to apologize but she wouldn't listen to me so i uh i wrote it down in a song and i thought maybe she'd listen to the song one day but anyways here it goes and he's like plays a song and we're all like oh my god this is so poignant what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> go figure and like totally just abandoned the cash register to do this for like oh, three, three minutes. Just come. 
<laughs> but uh, anyway, so think he, maybe uh, that's why he's so grumpy. Because why? Of this, because of this woman that he never no, wants no, to no, apologize no, 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 no. to. Oh, okay. No, I don't think so. I think he yeah. just doesn't like people. He's like, he's like the only, <laughs> well, I talked to him. He's like, the only thing that ever made me happy in life is cooking. And I like cooking. So my wife told me after I retired for the second time, you got to get out of the house because you're a grumpy old bastard. So <laughs> the only thing you like doing is cooking. So why don't you open a restaurant? He's like, and that was great. And so until people started coming. <laughs> So his his plan now is he like put a sign on the door with the phone number on it saying like, if you want to order something, call me (laughs) and then he'll like make it for you, put it in a bag, bring you the, the wireless debit machine (laughs) and then like hand you the bag through the door and then he locks the door. (laughs) So you can't actually get it. The open sign is on, but you can't get in and you have to like phone him and then he'll like come out and like bring you a sandwich. It's so good. That's amazing. But anyways, oh yeah. Um, since uh, like every movie theater is shut down right now, so it kind of threw my whole like schedule off. Like every every year in like November, December, I kind of sit down and I look at the release schedule for the year, and I look at the big movies that are coming out, and then I try and find a movie for us to watch uh, in each of those months that kind of relates to a big movie. Mm-hmm. that's coming out uh, but every movie theater is shut down and every movie that's being released has been pulled from the release schedule uh indefinitely <laughs> like yeah yeah so uh it kind of threw off my whole thing i mean i didn't have like a movie plan for march anyways um other than watching disney's dinosaur yeah that was our plan man yeah but it didn't relate to anything and it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't important. And so I came up with a better idea, which I was like, everyone's going to be in quarantine for the foreseeable future. So why don't we each come up with a top 10 list of movies to watch while in quarantine? And I also uh, I got uh, some submissions from, from friends. Uh, our friend Joel has a blog called Joel Watches Movies. Uh, he oh, yeah. Follow him on Instagram. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow him on Instagram. He's got a Twitter, too, but I don't think he... Uh, it, it doesn't have the same following that it does on Instagram. But check it out. It's like little bite-sized reviews of movies. Um, and so he sent me a list of, of movies as well. Uh, I reached nice. out to some other people, but they didn't get back to me. So, so, so you, fuck them. Yeah, thank you, Joel. You're, you're dead to me. I hope you get the <laughs> coronavirus. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> As nah. soon as if they got the coronavirus, they'd be fine, right? Like that's most, most of the people of I reached out to were young, healthy people. Yeah, there's a tiny part of me that's like, man, you know, I kind of hope I get it because, like, I'll pr- I'll probably like it'll suck, but I'll probably survive, and then like I'll have developed antibodies. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Like the the See, I'm, one of- of, I'm one of those people who who really really shouldn't get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have an autoimmune disease. Well, yeah. No, that'd be that would be terrible for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I looked at the stats, and it's like pretty much, like, like very, very few people in our age group have have gotten it and died from it. And most of the people that have died from it in this age group have some sort of like they're immunocompromised in some way. Yeah. 
And so I'm like, I, I fancy my chances if I do get it. Which yeah, is why I've also I've also volunteered to be like my family's like gopher when they need like groceries and stuff. Oh, that's super nice. I'm like I'll I'll go to the grocery store because if I get sick, I stand the best chance of making it through. Yeah, you know that's so. fair. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we each came up with a top ten list, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know about you, but I kind of stuck to a theme. Let's see if you can pick it out. Um, okay. But do you wanna do you wanna go first? Well, I mean, should we start with saying, like, what what we think makes a good isolation movie? Oh yeah, well we could. I, I thought you were gonna start with saying like, do we need to do that thing where we preface it like, this is just our opinion, and if you disagree with it, that's fine. Watch whatever you want while you're in quarantine because you might like other movies. But like that stupid like PC bullshit that like everyone on YouTube has to do. When they're just, when yeah, they're no. talking about their opinions, so that people don't like rail at them in the comments. Yeah, no, fuck that shit. If you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, watch our fucking movies, or you're an idiot. Yeah. Well, also, like, if you're wa- if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably just listening to it because you want to hear our opinions. So, like, I, I mean, <laughs> unless you've stumbled upon this podcast by accident, which I think happens a lot, actually. Oh, does <laughs> it's it specifically on YouTube? <laughs> because oh. I don't like. Oh put, yeah, like, we're on YouTube. I don't like put like podcast in the title. I just like it's just the same thing that it automatically publishes to YouTube when I publish it to iTunes and all the other things. It all just happens at the same time, and so people oh. see like, and it's on the weirdest movies. Like it'll be like like Razorback for whatever reason got a ton of negative like like thumbs down, and then like negative comments where people were like, "Fuck you." And that was it. And I'm like, what? And it was like, I had bullshit. no idea. And there was another con- uh, comment that was like, bullshit. And I'm like, do you disagree with our analysis of the movie? Or like, what? Like, what? I don't understand what's happening. And then someone else commented, like, is this the full movie? And, oh. it's, just a, and it's just a picture of the poster. that, And I put our logo on it. And if you watch it, like, it's clear that it's not the full movie. So I just commented back, like, obviously not. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I think that people are like, oh, I wonder if, like, I wonder if I can watch Hollow Man on YouTube. And then they see it, they're like, oh, shit, here it is. And then they click, click on it. And it's like a couple of dumb Canadians talking about Hollow Man. And they're like, bullshit. Yeah, so we didn't even talk about Hollow Man for very long in that movie or in that episode. Like the first hour was us bitching about Star Wars. Yep. So clearly, maybe I need to make it more clear that like this is a podcast. <laughs> no, I, I think it's just I think it's just on that, YouTube, but I don't know. that people who comment on YouTube suck. <laughs> just kind of they're they're uh, that is a hundred percent a proven scientific fact. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe just you don't you don't have to change. You don't have to change for them. They'll never be happy. Anyways, age before beauty, my friend. Why don't you? Oh, you wanted to start with a um, yeah, your age, by the way. Um, <laughs> well, I sure as hell knew I wasn't beauty. Ooh, I feel sorry for your wife. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't shaved in a long time. <laughs> oh no, dude, you gotta grow your quarantine beard. <laughs> Is that a thing? People are growing yes. quarantine beards? 
I am. I don't know if other people are. Fuck. I, I... Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. No, let's do it. I the last time I trimmed was the last day that I worked actually. So that's perfect. Buttes. <laughs> yeah. I think. I think Monday. Like, yeah, like a week ago, pretty much was the last time I I, I shaved my neck. Oh yeah. And I might still shave the neck. No, that's fair. Yeah. It gets kind of itchy. The, but leave the beard part. That'll be. Yeah. No, the beard. The, the beard part will grow. Beard. Yeah. Wild and crazy. I like it. All right, so what, yeah, so what do we think makes a good a good quarantine movie? Is that what you? Yeah, just it's like to preface the list. We're not doing these are the best movies of all time. We're not doing these are our favorite movies, right? These are movies that came to mind to watch in this self-isolation time of our yeah. lives. But why? Yeah, yeah so what did, what did oh, what did I go for? Well, I mean, yeah. I have a very obvious theme running through pretty much all of my movies. Okay, and you don't, pretty you much. don't have to spoil the theme if you don't want. Okay. But, uh, yeah, movies uh, where you can identify with the characters because maybe they're going through a situation similar to what you are going through now. It's kind of mm. where I went with my mind. I don't know. What about you? Yeah, for me... Um, for me, it was kind of, kind of two main points. One, uh, although I really like yours, that was, that was good. Uh, one for me is a movie that transports you, you know, that really draws Mm. you into that world. So you're like, I'm not experiencing my world right now because while I may love my cocoon that I'm in right now, I understand a lot of people don't like being in a cocoon because it's wet and it's stinky and they don't always like the kind of butterfly that they become in that situation. Fair, fair. Um, yeah. The stench is I forget problem. what I was saying. I got I got really committed <laughs> to trying to make that metaphor work and now I forget. Quarantine movies. Uh yeah, so transports you. Um and then I feel like probably a lot of people being pent up, they also keep their emotions pent up. So mm. movies that I was kind of looking at, ones that allow you to release your emotions. Okay, so like catharsis. Yeah, important. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Although, yeah. although I didn't lean into that one too hard. That was something that came to mind as like this is a good thing to have in a movie. If it makes you feel something, then it's it's helping. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because if they were all just a bunch of fun, goofy movies, then their impact would only last for the amount of time you're watching them, you know? Yeah. Well, another thing, and this is, I, I, I left these movies off my list, but I, I have a, um, a couple of like honorable mentions, if you will. Uh, oh, okay. This, yeah. this is the perfect time to watch movies that you didn't have time to watch before because they were so fucking long. Oh yeah. That's a good call. <laughs> I have I have a, a series of movies movies that I love that I like, um, you know have only watched like like Lawrence of Arabia is a movie that I love but I only watched it because I got mono one time, and <laughs> all I could do was lie on the couch and watch movies so I was like fuck it I'll watch Lawrence of Arabia <laughs> it's three there you, you know go. it's almost four hours long you know Seven Samurai is a movie like that uh, if you've never seen Gone oh. with the Wind throw that on um, oh yeah actually I haven't seen Gone with the Wind. Now is the time for sure. Well, well, frankly, Matt, I don't give a damn whether you've seen Gone with the Wind or not. Uh, this is okay. about the listener. 
Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of what, like, I'm probably going to watch The Irishman at some point this week because... Yep, that was the very first thing that came to mind when you mentioned <laughs> that. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. Nobody got time for that Until shit. Now. Until now. Well, exactly, now. because I think the fatal mistake of The Irishman was releasing that movie on Netflix. Because, yeah. like, if, if I had to go to a theater to see that movie, I would sit through the whole thing, you know? Yeah. But... It was like, I remember I went to see Wolf of Wall Street on Christmas Eve uh, one time, ironically enough, with our, our shared friend, Tom uh, Tom. Ah, Tom Tom. Uh, yeah, he called me up on Christmas Eve one day. He's like, hey, man, you want to go see a movie tonight? We can go see Wolf of Wall Street. I'm like, yeah, it sounds dope. So we like go see the VIP. Neither of us know that this is a three-hour movie. <laughs> and we're just like <laughs> sitting there and we're like, by the time the movie ends, we're like, look at our phones. We're like, holy shit, that was a, like, I think it was a late show too. We're like, fuck, oh, that boy. was a long movie. <laughs> But yeah, so I think the fatal flaw of that movie was releasing it on a platform where if you get bored within the first 20 minutes, you'll probably turn it off and watch The Office. Yep. Because you can do that in the push of like four buttons. <laughs> yep. So, I don't know. But that being said, can't leave my house. Probably going to watch The Irishman at some point. <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah. also get around to watching The Witcher because I haven't done that yet. But And Dracula. Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen Dracula either. What I really no, did enjoy right. that I just watched actually is the the new season of Castlevania that came out. Ooh, is there a season two? Yeah, uh, uh, three technically. Uh, the three? first oh, season okay. was just like three episodes, right? And then they released their first like full season, which was technically season two. Oh, okay. But I think is, I've only seen is... the three episodes. Oh well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Apparently, I got a fuck ton of Castlevania to catch up. You got on. a bunch of Castlevania, and I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. I really do like the the animation style, and I really enjoy yeah. seeing seeing something animated that's absolutely willing to be super gritty and gory. I yeah. love it. Well, that's the animation studio that's doing uh, Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be really yeah. cool. With fucking Mark Hamill as Skeletor, yes. Oh, dude, I fucking oh. came when I heard that. Not when I heard that the news. Very, Fuck the very thought. Yeah, I got shivers, oh. shivers up my spine. He's gonna murder that role. Cast in Mark Hamill in everything, always, everything ever. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing I'm gonna watch because it just showed up on Amazon Prime. Was Child's Play the remake where uh, Mark Hamill's the voice of Chucky? Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, that's right. Love Mark. Love Mark Hamill. Yeah, Fucking big love time. Him. So good. All right. What are what uh, are Mark Hamill fans called? Hamiltons. That seems wrong though. <laughs> Hamilites. <laughs> oh, we both thought of that at the same time. That's cute. Hamheads. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. That's the one. Hamheads. Yeah. Yep. All right. I like cool. it. The more I think about it. Yeah, it's good, right? All right. Let's uh, let's let's do this. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. You start. Number ten. What's number ten on your list? We're counting down, right? Yeah, from ten yeah, to right. one. And I definitely yeah. want to go first because you know movies are way better than I. So it should be your number one as the final <laughs> thing we talk about. So because my, my number one is kind of cheeky, but all right, go, go for well, it. Well, I mean, like my my one through ten is kind of cheeky, but. <clears throat> Actually, no, that's something that makes sense. Not all of them make sense. That makes sense to me, but also I'm... Anyway, 
I don't need to explain myself to you or the listeners. No, you don't. Number 10 is holes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Why? So here, here we have a protagonist taken out of his natural rhythm, out of his natural happenstance. Mm-hmm, and you know what mm-hmm. he finds? Holes? Special drink. <laughs> <laughs> he finds a good time, new friends in new places. Um, it's a great movie for thinking about the future and the direction of your life. And Shia LaBeouf, when he's little, is great. Yep, yep. I remember the book more than I remember the movie, I think. But uh, I remember That's the song. The, oh, yeah. The dig it, oh, 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 dig it. Dig it, oh, oh, oh. Oh, what a banger. That was another thing I did, actually. A lot of these a lot of these movies have songs that get stuck in your head. Because then, again, nice. the movie stays with you throughout the day, you know? Good, yeah. You can find yourself awkwardly dancing to it in the kitchen at some point, you know? Because yeah. you just you've gone so insane from being with yourself for so long. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. And the beauty of being insane is that the dancing is no longer awkward because you're Mm-mm. insane and you just don't care. You just do it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely so wonderful. Yeah, that's my number ten. Holes. Holes. Watch it. I, if you haven't seen I it, knew, do it. But I, I knew you, if you have seen it, I guarantee you it's been a long time. <laughs> oh yeah, it it is for me. Yeah, yeah. I can edit this part out later, but yeah, I definitely went on a date with a girl. And she had never seen Holes? No, no, no. She was mad at me because oh. I didn't remember Holes as vividly as she did. <laughs> well, that <laughs> is like... some odd dating criteria right there. <laughs> and it was weird because she was like like six years younger than me. So like, I'm like, why do you remember weird. this thing? Anyways. Is well, Holes on Hol- Disney Plus? I totally forgot to check. I don't know. Uh, it I'm going to check be. right now. I want to know. I know The Rocketeer Sick. is on Disney Plus, and I'm planning to watch that at some point. Oh, um, Dude, Holes is totally on Disney Plus. Everyone watch Holes. Nice. Get Disney Plus. Support the companies that need it the most in this dire time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, as a Disney shareholder, my 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 stock, singular, <laughs> is poised to plummet right now. So I'm hanging on for dear life. So sign up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh man, I, I totally st- forgot. I buy more stocks. All... Actually, this is a good time to buy. Oh yeah, why not? Yeah. Also, is gas way cheaper now where you are? Ninety-four cents a liter, bitch. Yeah, that's yeah. It's it it has been yeah going down here a lot too. Love Although it. Ontario somehow has way cheaper gas than. Yeah, I don't understand why. Like every it's population so expensive to live here, but then for some reason gas is just way cheaper. Yeah. yeah, I remember being there, leaving leaving Vancouver, where gas was like a dollar sixty five a liter. And for any Americans listening, this is liters, not gallons. All right, so just times it by four, and it'll make sense. Yeah, dollar sixty five, dollar sixty five a liter, and then like flying to Toronto and it being like a buck eight, and I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck, Mississauga? Why do you get cheaper gas than me? <laughs> But yeah, it seems weird. Of all the things that pissed me off on that trip, price of gas was the biggest one. 
the the second one was the the lady's attitude at the airport when I had to sprint across the Calgary airport in order to get to the gate before they closed it, and she was giving me sass for not having my ID out. And I'm like, I'm not the one that delayed the flight. Yeah, okay, so our flight from Toronto got delayed because they didn't have a crew for the plane. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, so it got delayed, luckily, only a half an hour. But I had to sprint from one side. We landed in, like, you know, C-37, and I had to sprint to, like, A-15 on the other oh, side gosh. of the Calgary airport. Like... I, I got to there and I'm like, I can't breathe. I'm like coughing and hacking. And like, I'm pretty sure like the people sitting beside me or behind me, like thought I had the coronavirus. Cause I was like, I was like, same other, like <laughs> and like, they're like pulling their shirts up over their face. This is before this was, you know, COVID was like a big deal. But anyways, yeah. And she's like, uh, you need to have your ID out. Like, I'm closing the gate now. We need to go. And I'm like, okay, well, you need to wait for my parents because they're running. You know, my dad's like 62 and he's like hoofing it down. And anyways, it was a whole thing. Yeah. She was giving me lip. I'm like, I'm not the one who delayed the plane, bitch. Okay. You need to calm the fuck down. Anyways, my number 10. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Well, real quick. I just want pop quiz. Can you name any of the f- the friends the campmates in holes i totally forgot their names and they're all great uh is one of the name doc i don't think so it's not listed okay here. then then no <laughs> okay i just want to run through them because it brings me joy i mean i know the I'm main talking. character's name is stanley yelnats which is stanley yes. spelled backwards yeah it was real clever <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. He meets his colorful campmates, Squid, Squid, Squid. Mm-hmm. Not armpit. Squid. Oh, armpit. Yeah, okay, I remember. Armpit. Yeah, armpit. You remember armpit, right? Yeah. Then we got zigzag, of course. Mm. Magnet. Mm-hmm. X-ray. Let's do okay. Together, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And zero, of course. Nice. Nice. And when you say colorful characters, you obviously don't mean anything to do with the color of their skin. Whoops. But, nope. I didn't. But, but more the content mean? of their character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Didn't. Saved Thank it you. with an MLK quote. <laughs> Whew. Ooh. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> Which one was the guy that had the slightly shorter shovel? The slightly shorter shovel? Wasn't that Zero. Maybe zero, yeah. I don't know. I just remember there's one guy that had like tied a ribbon around his shovel, and he's like, "Yo, nobody take my shovel. This one's slightly shorter than all the others because they have to dig a shovel's length down." Yeah, that's right. And so he's like, "Yo, if I get a slightly shorter shovel, it's slightly shallower hole I have to dig." And it was like half an inch or something like that. But anyways, yeah, so good. So for my number ten, I went with the movie Carriers. Remember the movie Carriers? I don't. It sounds appropriate. <laughs> From 2009, it stars uh, maybe my favorite Hollywood Chris. This is a big call to make, but Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. Maybe my favorite Hollywood Chris. I don't know. Maybe your favorite. Hmm. It's a pretty good Hollywood Chris. You got to admit. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it's uh, it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. Uh, a viral epidemic has wiped out most of humanity, and there's a 
small group, uh, you know, trying to get from point A to point B. And I think point B is like their beach house or something that they used to go to as kids, you know, in California. And they're driving across the country and trying to be as safe as possible. But of course, you know, things don't go don't go according to plan necessarily and be a uh, pretty boring movie if they did yeah it would um (laughs) you know they have all these rules that they follow and then of course uh in any movie where you have rules the rule is if you break the rules bad things need to happen Mm -hmm. you know so from there um you know people get infected when they shouldn't have because they've you know, broken rules that they've lived by for, you know, this long. And if they just stayed by the rules, they would be fine. And it's actually, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty, as far as like viral infection movies go that don't involve zombies, um, pretty, pretty good. Uh, it was one of the movies that I, I referenced. I helped a friend shoot a movie, uh, where there was a plague. We did a short film called, oh fuck, what was it called? The Wasteland, two words, Wasteland. Mm, yeah. um, I was the DP on that, but I, I remember Carriers was one of the things that I kind of watched when I was like trying to get myself in the headspace to do that. So, Anyways, that's my number 10, Carriers, Carriers. Viral Epidemic. Okay, yeah. Chris Pine. Chris Pine, good Hollywood Chris. Yeah. All right, well, I guess uh, that brings us Ooh, to... Who's the most underrated Hollywood Chris? The most underrated? Yeah. Because I got one. I don't know if it counts. Because I don't know if he's really a Hollywood Chris, but I would say Chris O'Dowd. Oh, I love Chris O'Dowd. Right? Yeah. So underrated. But I don't know if he really fits into that Hollywood. Maybe once he gets cast in a Marvel movie, then we can finally put him in the (laughs) Chris O'Dowd. Actually, no. Fuck. Hold on. He was in a Marvel movie. He was the guy... In Thor 2 that uh, Natalie Portman goes on a date with. Really? At, at the very beginning, she's on a date with Chris O'Dowd. I'm like 99% sure. Maybe I'm going insane. I'm going to look this up. That while sounds you, amazing. Because obviously you, Thor 2 is one that I never watched, so I wouldn't be able to confirm. But I watched it. Before Infinity War came out, I did a full watch through uh, of every Marvel movie. And uh, in preparation, because I was like, you know what? It's time. It's time I do do the do. And oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. He is. He's in that movie. Oh, man. That's awesome. He is in a Marvel movie. Most underrated Hollywood Chris. (laughs) Chris O'Dowd. There it is. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. Also the best part of Bridesmaids. Anyways, (laughs) give me your number nine. All right. Number nine. Moulin Rouge. Oh, fuck. Okay. This is a fun, colorful movie. Ewan McGregor always takes me to I places love Ewan McGregor. I love to go. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely a good movie if you've got pent-up emotions. <laughs> I suppose so. Kind of let them out. Let them out, man. You would understand if you knew what crying felt like. Yeah. I guess that's true. I yeah, No, I hate this movie, movie for one reason and one reason only. The editing is horrible. Is it? And it is absolutely atrocious. And I'm sorry to tell you this, but the next time you watch it, you will notice it. Uh, Okay. Baz Luhrmann as a whole, I don't know who his editor is or if he's just like a big dick that makes any editor edit poorly. (laughs) But 
it's it's a movie that my my technical editing professor at film school pulled out as a example of some of the worst editing he'd ever seen in a major Hollywood released movie. Oof. <laughs> and ever since then, I can't unsee it, and it's kind of made me hate the movie. All right. Well, but that's a that's a small. Continue. Continue. Well, I don't think I want to now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. Roxanne is a great song. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'll I'll take out Moulin Rouge. I'll put in one of my runner-ups, and that's The Sandlot. There we go. That's a fun one. Ooh, you're killing me, Smalls. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's just like, I don't know. It's also, aside from like movies you've never had the time to watch, it's also a great time to just catch up on old movies. That's what I yeah, feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't Revisit the that. things you love. Remember what joy feels like. Watch The Sandlot. There yeah, or The or the Goonies. That'd be a good one. That would also be a fantastic yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I will, I will put this caveat in there. If you're going to watch Moulin Rouge, stop it after they, they do the show, the final show. Yeah, stop it 15 minutes early. Yeah. <laughs> right before she dies of tuberculosis or whatever. So... <laughs> Just feel feel good about yourself for a little bit because that movie may, may lifts you up and then it and then it just punches you right down. Well, again, you know, releasing emotions. Maybe it's what people need. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, maybe it's what you need. Sandlot's a really good, good cry. Yeah. Or watch yeah, the yeah. Sandlot. Yeah. Or watch the Sandlot. <laughs> All right. What's your number nine? My number nine is a classic. A classic of cinema. Uh, I put it in here. For a pretty obvious reason. Rear Window. I don't know this one. It's uh, You may be familiar with the uh, Simpsons parody episode, Bart of Darkness. Uh, where Bart, there's a heat wave and Bart breaks his leg. And he's stuck in a cast and he can't go in the pool. That, uh, that they invest in because there's a heat wave and all his friends are in the Simpsons backyard in the pool. And he witnesses what he thinks is... Ned Flanders murdering his wife. Oh, that's... Yep, that does sound familiar. Yeah, so Rear Window is a, an Alfred Hitchcock thriller. It's about um, a, a photojournalist who is wheelchair-bound because he's broken his leg. Uh, and he takes to spying on his neighbors in New York out the back window of his apartment during a heat wave in New York City. And it follows the same plot uh, as as the... Um, the Simpsons, Simpsons episode. episode. Yeah. Instead, of, except instead of murdering uh, a ficus, as um, Ned Flanders ended up doing, accidentally killing his wife's favorite ficus, um, maybe there's an actual murder, or maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? But it's Hitchcock, so probably. But maybe not. I don't know. I won't tell you if you've never seen but it. Hitchcock, so like almost definitely. <laughs> yeah, almost certainly. Um, yeah, Rear Window. Stars uh, James Stewart of It's a Wonderful Life fame. And uh, yeah, pretty much he just sits in a wheelchair for the whole movie and looks through his camera out the window. But it's real good. Real good uh, Hitchcock movie. And again, it's about a guy who's trapped in his apartment. He can't leave. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's timely, mm-hmm. if you will. Maybe, maybe you'll watch it and you'll feel inspired to spy on your neighbors. Yes. Yes. Voyeurism. This is the best time for it. (laughs) (laughs) 
I Ugh. almost put I almost put the Shia LaBeouf movie Disturbia on this list, which is basically oh. a, a remake of of Rear Window, where uh, he's on house arrest. Right. Yeah. And then uh, he's pretty sure that his his next door neighbor is a a serial killer. So yeah, that one I've also, seen, and I don't know why. It's a good one, dude. I probably made you watch it at some point. That's I probably kinda, yeah, I probably watched it with you. <laughs> it came out when we were in high school. It was like a really good like teen thriller movie kind of thing oh yeah oh yeah i caught it on tv not that long ago actually um and watched part of it and i was like you know what this holds up yeah so good rear window is my number nine hit me with your number eight all right number eight it's another blast from the past take you to happier times and have you singing joyful tunes Stuck in your head all day, and that is, of course, Disney's Robin Hood. So much fun. Ooh. So much fun. Great Robin voice Hood, acting. Down, walking through the forest. Something you should not do right now, by the way. Don't go walking through the forest. No, but you can sing about it, and it'll be you fun. You can sing about it. I mean, maybe, you know, but make sure you keep that six-foot distance from other people. Yeah. Oodle-oodle-oodle, yeah. Oodle-oodle, you know. Yeah. Right on. Disney's Robin Hood. Yeah, man. It's golden. Fun fun thing about this movie. I didn't see it till I was like 24. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so it was weird like, to me. It was like a Disney classic that everyone was talking about. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about this? Like, <laughs> Robin Hood's a fox? What the shit? And then I watched it and I was like, oh, no, this is dope. And Robin wish... Hood's a fox. Yeah. And Maid Marian is a fox. Yeah. Mm. But like, it's possible I've been alone for too long. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, no. Disney's Robin Hood. I think underrated in terms of the Disney uh, animation classics. Which yeah, which it's era of never Disney? anyone's favorite, but no, no, it's, it's is, freaking amazing. Which era of Disney is this? Uh, like, do you know, like, what year did it come oh, out? Do you I, know, I actually don't remember. I think it came out when we were alive, so. I think did it oh, i just I don't have, know i have a feeling it didn't i, I kind of have a feeling it's like uh like from the 60s um disney's robin hood 1973 oh whoops i was way off we were very much not alive yeah but yeah uh it's it's it, yeah it's it's in that weird era of Disney that people don't talk about a lot, but I think it's one of the good ones. Ah oh, yeah, because yeah, of course it was. I, I remember that it was at the same time as Aristocrats because they actually, um, yeah, they had uh, some of the same uh, same voice actors and um, yeah. Now wasn't it Arist- also near the same time as um, Jungle Book? Uh, Jungle Book was earlier. I think Jungle Book was like mid '60s, late '60s kind of thing. But yeah, it would have been around okay. the time. Because they, re- they reuse a, a, hand- a handful of the of the cells, like um, Baloo and Little John are basically the same character. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yes, that was one of the famous um, Disney like just tracing over cells, animation cells, to like yep. kind of save time, but not really. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, that's okay because I love both of those movies. So whatever. Cool. Yeah. Why'd you pick Robin Hood? 
Well, for all the reasons I already listed, man. So much fun, so much joy. Right happiness. On, right on. This is a big, is... big old dose of happiness that just lingers throughout the day as you got all those tunes stuck in your head. Perfect, perfect. Well, yeah. I'm about to bring it right back to reality with my number eight, <laughs> <laughs> which is... These are good lists to watch in tandem with each other, it sounds like. Yeah, dude, one after the other. You kind of yeah. you, you go up and down. It's an emotional roller coaster. You won't know what to feel after you're done. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> um, number eight for me, The Lighthouse from last year. Willem oh. Dafoe, Robert Pattinson, yeah. stuck on an island on a lighthouse together, slowly going insane in isolation. Perfect. Very, very good movie. And the only mm-hmm. movie I know uh, that exists that has, as Rick and Morty would call it, Mermaid Puss. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers for The Lighthouse. You see a mermaid's vagina. Anyways. Um, really, really good movie. Really, really good acting from... Willem Dafoe in particular, but but Robert Pattinson holds his own as well, and it's uh, it's a really good kind of throwback movie. It's shot in in four by three Academy ratio. Oh, interesting. That's cool. On a vintage vintage film stock, as well. Um, very very cool. Okay. Um, but also, it's about how isolation can be mentally damaging. And so I thought it appropriate to put on my list at number eight. Sweet. That sounds wonderfully depressing. Yeah, it is. It is wonderfully Great. depressing. That's Great. a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Lighthouse 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. And it has a scene where Robert Pattinson just furiously masturbates. Oh, yeah. Okay. Furiously. Yeah. Now I'm understanding where that 90% comes from. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Fans so again, Harry Potter probably, will be pleased. Absolutely. And it's probably also relatable to people who are uh, you know, stuck in quarantine for a while. No comment. <laughs> and uh cool. You, I guess that You took a drink us... right as I said that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right, hit me with your number 7. Number 7. I mean, I don't need to explain why it's on this list to you. But if you've never seen it, we do actually have an episode on it. And you can go back and listen to exactly oh, why shit, it's dude. so you amazing. Done. You went to the yeah. back catalog? Hell yeah. Number seven is got? fucking Roadhouse, man. Roadhouse! Absolutely yes. watch oh! Roadhouse during I was this hoping season. you were going to say Roadhouse. Oh, that's it's so good. so fucking good. I love it. It's Roadhouse? such a good ride. Oh, it's the movie where like, if I find out someone has never seen Roadhouse, I'm like fucking shut the fuck up we're going back to my house right now we're watching roadhouse you need to understand this like yes oh my god dude yeah what a good movie to watch i'm probably gonna watch it during my self-distancing social distancing period at some point like absolutely oh it's so good yeah if you've never seen it it's just Super fun ride, a lot of feels. Patrick Swayze in his element, which is without a shirt most oh, of the time. Yes, um, and yeah, no, just it's super enjoyable. Yeah, do it. Well, one of the most uncomfortable sex scenes ever, and I don't necessarily yeah. mean un- uncomfortable to watch, but like it looks like it's real uncomfortable. 
Yeah. Where he's like humping her up against the brick fireplace. Just like, oh, dude, you got a bed like 10 feet. Just back it up. Oh. <laughs> real good. Real good. It's the one that apparently Ooh. Bill Murray, anytime uh, he sees Roadhouse on TV, he'll wait until that scene and then he'll call that actress's husband and he'll be like, quick, turn on channel, whatever. And then he'll turn it on and it'll be his wife furiously humping Patrick Swayze up against a brick fireplace. And I'm like, Bill Murray, you salty dog, you. He's a scamp, isn't he? Yeah, isn't he? Just loves to fuck with people. I love it. <laughs> All right, what's your seven? Number seven is a British horror film. Oh. Uh, yes. It's not that British. Oh, I guess it's pretty British. Anyways, 28 Days Later is my number seven. Oh, I was wondering if that was going to be on your list. <laughs> I thought about putting it on mine as a joke. And then oh, I was like, perfect. you know what? I bet it'll just be on Aaron's list. I won't bother. <laughs> oh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah, man. 28 Days Later. It's a real good kind of twist on the zombie movie in a way. Um, yeah. But like, also not too far of a departure at the same time. It's good. It's just a good horror movie. Makes use of... Uh, it's an early adopter of, of digital video. So there's a couple scenes where they like, you know, shut down London Bridge and uh you know, they're shooting like right outside the Parliament buildings and like downtown London. Oh, yeah. And it's like totally abandoned and and it looks kinda weird and that's because they had to shoot it on like very, very like comparably low quality digital video cameras because they could only shut down, you know, the bridge for like an hour. And yeah. So if you were working with like big film cameras and stuff, but that's not why I'm suggesting it. I'm suggesting it for obvious reasons. It's about you know the downfall of society and what happens when yet another viral epidemic takes over. Uh oh. This one we're caused all die. by yeah chimps infected with a rage virus. So they're not actually zombies. They're they're not dead, but they're people that are infected with this virus that makes them their rage levels go through the roof and they rage out and eat people. It's kind of like a precursor, precursor to bath salts, I suppose, in a way. Oh, interesting take. Yeah. yeah. Danny Boyle, he's a, he's a prophet. He predicted bath salts before they happened. There you go. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. Uh, if you've never seen it, it's a good one. I like it. Nice. What's your number six? All right, so number six, um, I mentioned before that uh, one of the things that came to mind for me is really movies that just transport you into another world. And, uh, mm-hmm. and even, even if it's not, you know, like this isn't set on earth, that's not what I mean. I mean, movies that really draw you into some fantastic nonsense. And so I knew I wanted to put on this list, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, so that beautiful. movie, it just takes you in. It sweeps you up. You're gone. You're out. It's just wonderful. It's fun. It's, it's insane. Great, yeah. And it's, Yeah. It's just, it's quite the, it's wonderful. I love it. I really do. Good call, yeah. Wes Anderson, man. Uh, yeah, that's one of my, probably one of my favorite Wes Anderson movies, you know. I uh, I don't love Wes Anderson the way people that love Wes Anderson seem to love Wes Anderson, you know what I mean? 
I actually know exactly what you mean. <laughs> like, there's, there's definitely a Feels demographic. Feels like I shouldn't, of, but I do. <laughs> yeah, well, there's definitely, like, a demographic of people out there that just love Wes Anderson. In the same way that there's, like, a demographic of people out there that just love Quentin Tarantino. Yes, um, that's a good comparison. Um, these people are polar opposites, I think. <laughs> Fair, But yeah. <laughs> uh, I do enjoy, I do quite enjoy Wes Anderson's movies, and... Even though I'm very much aware of the the tropes and and the uh, you know the the style and the, the aesthetic choices that he often makes, it's now kind of he's he's developed into which I think is somewhat commendable. He he's kind of become a a, a, a parody of himself in a way, mm. or or he's able to be parodied very easily. You know? Yes, I do. I get that. Yeah. And I think it is but commendable. It is. It is somewhat. Yeah, it's totally commendable. And but that doesn't that doesn't necessarily detract from his movies being super enjoyable. So Grand Budapest Hotel is a good good choice. So much fun. What about is yours? that your favorite Wes Anderson movie? I I I think so. I find it really difficult to say what is my favorite Wes Anderson movie. I like start to think like, ooh, maybe it's this one. Uh, but maybe it's this one. But maybe it's this one. And so I yeah. usually like, ooh, I love the Grand Budapest Hotel. Maybe it's my maybe it's my favorite. Ooh, but I really like Life Aquatic. You know, Life Aquatic is my all-time favorite Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, I, very close runner-up would be uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom is amazing. I think that's my my wife's favorite Wes Anderson, for sure. I also it really the... weirdly liked uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, though. Like, oh, I don't dude, know what I it is Mr. about Fox that movie, but I just oh, I love it so much. Yeah, Moonrise Kingdom has the most endearing boner scene in any movie ever. Yes, it's absolutely <laughs> true. Even even the fact that there's an endearing boner scene is I know is it's, remarkable. It's amazing. That was the moment that I fell in love with the movie where I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing. This is perfect." <laughs> that he he, yep. he he encapsulated male teenage awkwardness in the most perfect way possible. Yep. And it's beautiful. If you haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom, uh, check that out. Absolutely. It's um, fantastic. As, uh, but also Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. Very, very, very enjoyable. Also, look up the behind the scenes of the train sequence. Because yes. uh, it's, it's not as fancy as you think it might be. <laughs> All right. Number six. I took it in a different direction for this one. Now, Would you pick Contagion? Uh, no. Now, <laughs> now you might be, you know, you've been alone for a while. You're stuck in your apartment by yourself. You might be getting a little bit frisky. You might need something kind of sexy to release the tension because you can only log on to Pornhub so many times. So How many times is that, Aaron? So many. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Look, try to keep it to once a day. I think that's healthy. Anyways, uh, my suggestion for number six, something that's kind of sexy, kind of maybe shifting gears a little bit, kind of puts you in the mood without feeling gross. Blue is the warmest color. It's a three-hour-long movie about French teenage lesbians. It's great. It's the I sexy movie. I am not movie. familiar with this movie. It's the sexy movie you need to to uh, escape your your social isolation for for just a a minute to remind yourself that you can find love too after this i will uh-huh. say the com- the comic book 
way better than the movie. But uh, yeah, real, real good. Real, real good. Huh. Blue is the warmest color. And yeah, it's in, it's, in, in, uh, in French? It's in French. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it was uh, based on a comic book by uh, a, an artist named Julie Morrow. Uh, she also wrote uh, a comic book called Body Music, which is, again, dealing with um, sexuality and, and seems to be a theme that she likes to explore a lot. Uh, I recommend both graphic novels, by the way. They're absolutely beautiful. But uh, yeah, Blue is the Warmest Color. It's about a, a girl uh, in France in, I think she's in high school. Um, and uh, she she meets a, a lesbian at a at a gay bar one night and they kind of they begin a relationship and they fall in love and you know it's it's a it's a turbulent relationship because her parents don't you know maybe necessarily approve of her being gay and it kind of goes on Mm. like that and and the movie differs from the um the comic book in uh in a way i think in the in the comic book there's a a terminal illness aspect that is kind of removed from the the film, but uh, it, it nonetheless still a very very good movie. Oh, so man. yeah, if you're looking for something kind of sexy to watch while you're stuck at home alone, blue is the warmest color. Shifting gears. Like it, I like it. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Something, something rev your engine a little bit. What do you, and and you know what? It's a movie that I think both men and women will find incredibly sexy for different Great. reasons. And yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. We don't want to need to delve into that. All right. It's not what this podcast is about. It's about watching crap and making jokes, but here we go. What's your number five? <laughs> All right, so number five, um, I just love this movie. I don't need to defend it. It's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I Beautiful. I was just like, you know what? I just want to watch that movie. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good, you know. Raiders might be my favorite Indiana Jones movie, but I think Last Crusade might be the perfect Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, you don't if you're sitting you down know? to watch a movie, it's almost never gonna be Indiana Jones. Um, but like, if you are sitting down to watch Indiana Jones, you're gonna watch Raiders, right? Now is the probably perfect time yeah. I mean, that's to revisit Last Crusade. Yeah, it's it's great. It's got sean connery which adds a completely new element to the movie Very you know he's so. kind of it's got a blimp which is something that not a lot of movies have <laughs> there's lots to experience yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i like i like last crusade quite a bit it's probably one that now that you've said it i'm actually like you know what i might go back and rewatch last crusade later Right. It's, that's yeah. That's just that's why it's on my list because I was one of the ones. I was like, I should just rewatch that. Now's the yeah, time. Yeah, it's great. It 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 uh, it may have invent. I don't know if it invented the trope of like sticking a pole through a, a, a motorcycle's spokes in order to make it flip over, but it definitely perfected it. Mm, yeah, I'll for say. Sure. <laughs> Plus, it's got that great scene where Sean Connery shoots the tail off their own plane. and then he turns around he's like i'm sorry son they got us (laughs) Uh, that's good yeah good stuff good stuff all right what's your number five changing gears even more my number five is wally (laughs) man 
Did not see that coming. I know, right? Absolutely. What a beautiful movie. It yeah. uh it's it's absolutely endearing. It makes you feel real good. Mm-hmm. And it's probably my favorite Pixar movie. At the end I of the day, mine too. And it is it's so transportive, especially the sound totally. design in Wally. The sound design yes. is incredible. Yes, and it just draws you in. Yeah. And one of my favorite ever movie going experiences was going to see Wally in the theater, probably for like the third time. And it must have been like a matinee or something, because I remember there was a, a young family in front of me, and the little girl that was there can't have been much older than five, four or five. Mm. And at the very end, when it looks like Wally is dying, and then he comes back to life, you know, there's that spark between him and Eva. Mm-hmm. And he comes back to life, and the little girl kind of like pops up onto her knees on her seat and turns to her mom and goes, Mommy, I feel so happy now. And I was just like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Like, this is the most beautiful thing that's ever happened ever. This little girl just experienced the magic of cinema right in front of my eyes. That's oh. so wonderful. Oh my god. It was goodness. amazing. It was Love amazing. It. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's real good. Plus, it's also a movie about how Earth has been reduced to a wasteland and humanity is confined to a single spaceship roaming the universe. But that's, you know, whatever. It's besides the point. It fits the theme, but it's not the point. Yeah, yeah, totally. I did see a tweet. I think it was from Taika Waititi this week where he said, um, you know, it's like the hope is that we come out of this experience better, but in reality, we're probably going to come out of this looking like the people from WALL-E. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, yeah, dude, you hit it on the head. That's gonna Whoa. be. That's what it is. We're all just gonna sit alone in our apartments and eat Cheetos for a month, and then be like, oh, there's no disease. Oh, okay. Yeah, good times. Hit me with your number four. All right, number four. This one does literally take you to a different world. It's a classic. Lots of people know it. Lots of people love it. I didn't pick. It is it is a series of movies. I didn't pick it one specifically, but you can waste literally, literally 24-hour period watching all of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's it's tough to pick one Lord of the Rings. Yep. And, I mean, I'd, uh, I'd probably pick Fellowship now that I think about it, but... Yeah, totally. But, uh, you know, if you, like, if you're just, like, really, like, you're feeling down, you hate everything, you don't want to do anything, you can just literally have an incredible movie marathon and watch them all, which some people, like us, have done before. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it has two very important things in this situation. One, uses up a whole day. Boom, it's gone. He didn't have to deal with it. Love it. Yep. Perfect. two. Um, you will, like, you will want to go get some fresh air <laughs> because yeah. it takes a long fucking time. You um, will smell yourself after <laughs> the end of the, you know, 12 to 13 hours that it takes to watch all three extended versions of Lord of the Rings and you will go, okay, you know what? You need to go get, take a shower. You need to step outside for a second. You need to breathe some non-you air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Good call. And yeah. Good call. Help you help you take a moment mo- moment for yourself. You know. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, that's my number four. There you go. Nice. Well, my number four is actually a bit of a cheat as well, because uh, it, it's also something you could waste an entire day doing, and that is watching the entire mini series of Chernobyl. Oh. Uh, <laughs> which is probably my favorite thing that I watched last year. Movie, TV, YouTube video, funny gif, whatever. It's my favorite thing that I watched last year. And it's good. I think it's five episodes long. And they're each an hour long. So yeah, you could waste five hours of a day right there. And I picked Chernobyl because I think it's good to remind ourselves that things could always be worse. I was just about to say, that's why you <laughs> picked it, isn't it? Because things yes. are way worse than they are now. Yeah. Because as bad as like a viral epidemic is, we're going to get through this somehow. We'll figure out a vaccine. We'll naturally evolve to be able to produce antibodies to it eventually. You know, the, the, we'll, we'll make it out okay. The Chernobyl disaster is something that the planet will not recover from for the next 250,000 years. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's an ongoing problem. Yeah. Uh, but it's also, it's just a very, very compelling miniseries. It's, like I said, my favorite thing I watched last year. Uh, if you told me at the beginning of the year that I would like a five-part miniseries about the Chernobyl incident over the final season of Game of Thrones, I would have told you to go fuck yourself, but that's exactly what happened. (laughs) Same with if you told me that I would like it better than the final chapter of the Star Wars saga, I would, again, tell you to go fuck yourself. But no, the Chernobyl miniseries is amazing. So well acted. Um, It's very well written. And it's... uh, yeah, just all around very, very good entertainment about maybe the worst thing to happen on this planet from like a biological, you know, okay, standpoint. Yeah. Like, yeah, like right. non, it wasn't intentionally caused by humans with malicious intent. Yeah, as soon as you said it, you thought about Nazis, didn't you? <laughs> I thought about the Nazis right away. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was then good was exactly save. where my mind went. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ooh. yeah moving right. on. So I don't have anything involving Nazis on my list. Oh, which is interesting. It's good. I don't know. Jojo Rabbit. Watch it. Watch Jojo Rabbit. It's about yeah, a girl actually. hides in a cupboard. You want to talk about social distancing? Hide in the walls for a while. <laughs> See how you like it. <laughs> oh, that is a really good movie, though. That is really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my number three. Um, since since with Lord of the Rings, I already kind of broke the not picking one exact movie in a series. I decided to just do it again for number three for all of the same Perfect. reasons. I chose the original Star Wars trilogy. Beautiful, and beautiful. I gave that number three over Lord of the Rings because I just like it a bit more than Lord of the Rings. And mm. um, it's it's just great. And it's I don't even know if you need to justify this one with a reason why. It's just it's the original Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. What's your number three? <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, you know what? I think we all learned a valuable lesson in December. Is that we would rather watch an entire movie full of Ewoks than experience what we got in episode nine. Ewoks. Actually, I want to take that back. We got a full movie of Ewoks. And it wasn't that good. Yeah. I'm talking about the Ewok movies, not the Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi rocks, man. Y'all need to get your heads out of your asses and realize it. <laughs> My number three is uh, 2004's Zack Snyder directed Dawn of the Dead. Oh. Yeah. My favorite zombie movie of all time. And I know it's not the classic George A. Romero, Dawn of the Dead, and maybe it's blasphemy to say this, but I actually like this one better. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Why? Why? Why do you like it better? Why do you think? Um, I don't know. I think it. Well, for one reason, it's. I think the characters are just a little more. Like. F- relatable which is weird for a Zack Snyder movie um, <laughs> but it's got Sarah Polly in it which is awesome Canadian queen Sarah Polly amazing filmmaker oh, and actor yeah dude oh, I didn't know that Canadian royalty yeah so you know um, it's just it's got some of the best zombie kills uh, in in zombie movie history, it's got some of the best zombie killing people in uh, zombie movie history. It doesn't have the best use of music in zombie movie history. That has to go to Shaun of the Dead, um, where they're beating up zombies in sync to ABBA. Um, <laughs> but it does have an amazing montage of the people kind of just living it up in the mall to a big band like swing jazz cover of Disturbs Down with the Sickness. Oh, which is wow. amazing. It's like, get up, come on, get down with the sickness. You mother, get up, come on, get down with the sickness. You fucker, get up. <laughs> it's so good. It's like a total, like, like, um, fuck, what am I, not Bing Crosby. Who's the other guy? Frank Sinatra. It's like a total mm. Frank Sinatra style, like Las Vegas, like big band jazz tune, but it's disturbed down with the sickness. I don't remember that at all. That's amazing. It's it's amazing. If you look it up on YouTube, that sequence is up there. But yeah, no, it's really great. It's uh, sweet. It's got one of the most fucked up scenes in a zombie movie I've ever seen where a guy's wife has been pregnant wife has been bitten by a zombie and mm. she delivers a zombie baby. That's so messed up. It's so messed up, dude, but it's awesome. Ugh. It's awesome. Yeah. So 2004 is Dawn of the Dead. Uh, it's also got a great scene where they're on the roof. Uh, there's a guy on the other side of the strip mall uh, with a sniper rifle, and they're holding up cards to say, like, shoot Burt Reynolds. And then he <laughs> finds the zombie in the crowd of zombies that looks like Burt Reynolds and fucking shoots him. And then they're going like Jay Leno and he fucking shoots the Jay Leno zombie it's awesome <laughs> super great movie also Ving Rhames in it so oh yeah of course yeah yeah Natch. uh hit me with your number two all right my number two movie to watch while in self-isolation hear me now mm. mm-hmm let me let me explain okay 
hits hits home on points. Takes you takes you out of your life into another world and another time. It's great. It makes you feel a lot of different emotions. Mm-hmm. Definitely joy, but also confusion. Um, and has a great rewatchability because um, you'll never really fully understand it. I don't think any of us ever will. And also, you watch it once, you'll be thinking about it the rest of the day because you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? I'm talking, of course, of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. A movie that will not leave you. Ever. No matter how hard you try. Constant companion. And who doesn't want yeah. constant companionship in, in this time? Watch Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. It's not the season, but it is the time. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And also, it's only like an hour long, maybe. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think it, it's not it's not feature length, really. So you'll have time to do other stuff after you watch it. But also, you know. you'll be thinking about it. Yeah, you'll be thinking about it. You'll be like, I need to run my head under a cold tap for a minute. <laughs> but you'll be thinking about it. Yeah, it is a very special movie. And I watch I think, it every Christmas. I think everyone should watch it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We have a full episode on it if you want uh, us to go in depth. Just like we have a full episode on Roadhouse. Uh, if you want our f- full in depth thoughts on, on those two films, check them out. Check them out. Uh, all right. My number two movie. Yeah. To watch while you're in quarantine is 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, I never watched that. Oh, well, my friend, now is the time. Now is the time, yeah. (laughs) Uh, A pseudo-sequel to Cloverfield. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead uh, gets in a car crash, and when she wakes up, she's in an underground bunker uh, that's owned by John Goodman. He tells her that she... Yeah, dude. This is like John Goodman should have been up for an Oscar for this movie. He's so fucking good in it. Oh, um you know, he tells her that uh she's been in a car crash and he he pulled her out and that there's been an attack of some kind, either foreign or extraterrestrial. Mm. Um and throughout the course of the movie, she kind of learns maybe John Goodman isn't what he says he is, and maybe not everything is true. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there wasn't an attack. Maybe he's just crazy. Oh no! Um, but maybe not. Uh, it's really good, real good movie to watch about you know people who are legitimately quarantined. And cool. uh, yeah, and one of my favorite movies of the year in the year that it came out which i can't the remember 2016 I think it was i think it was 2016 was that is that accurate i think so let me let me did it just feels like a 2016 movie doesn't it it feels like so tw- it is 2016 oh hey <laughs> beautiful <laughs> in march in march of 2016 wonderful yeah and yeah. that was kind of the biggest thing against it in terms of like awards categories it came out in March, but John Goodman is awesome. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is 
awesome as she is in everything she ever does. Um, <laughs> if you don't believe me, check out uh, Birds of Prey. Yeah, that's right. I said Birds of Prey. She's the best part of it. Also, she's in that other movie that's really awesome. Scott Pilgrim. That's the one. Oh, yes. That movie is terrific. So good. So good. Um, number one. We're down yeah. to it. Now, come all the way. Do we want to deliver our number ones right now, or do we want to take a brief moment and uh, hit up our buddy Joel's list? Ooh, yeah. Let's let's do that. All right. Now, our friend Joel runs a blog, as we said, called Joel Watches Movies. It's at Joel Watches Movies on Instagram. If you find Aptly that named, yeah, that's what he does. He watches movies, and so he. Uh, <laughs> So here's what he says. He says, okay, so I figure a quarant- in quarantine, you either want to watch a movie um, you can empathize with because of its themes of isolation and cabin fever, or you want a complete opposite, a cozy sort of movie that transports you to a completely different world entirely. Well, they're kind it's of like our two mi- different point of views, right? Yeah. Oh, well, Joel, so, so perfect. <laughs> if we just uh, like, so this- had a kid, would it be Joel? It might be Joel. <laughs> Joel, uh, if you want to be our son... Let us know. <laughs> uh, so this list is a Let's mix. Let's adopt a man who's older than us. <laughs> yeah, and has a child of his own. Okay. <laughs> so this list is a mix of films in one camp or the other. Maybe both in some cases in no particular order. So here we go. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Hey-o. Hey-o. Robin Hood, the Disney one. Are you yeah, kidding me? Son. That's amazing. No, no, for, no, yeah, if it's on your list. That's my uh, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, making your father's proud, boy. <laughs> Little Women from 2019. Oh, the yeah, sh- okay. The Shining. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ex Machina, Ooh. which is an awesome movie. That's a Definitely. good one. Yes. Yeah, you want some... You want two... Two Star Wars actors giving you a masterclass in acting, Donald Gleason and uh, Oscar Isaac. Check it out. Yeah. Especially for the scene where Oscar Isaac tears up the dance floor. Woo. Oh my gosh. Um, All is Lost 2013, which is a movie where uh, Robert Redford is lo- uh, lost at sea during a storm. And he's literally the only person in the entire movie. He's like sailing, and then like a storm hits, and then he's got to like, and he ends up in his like life raft thing. And oh wow, yeah, yeah, indie movie didn't get a lot of press. I went to see it. Uh, I was the only person in the theater. <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> at my all screen, is lost. Seeing it. All is lost. Yeah, yeah, it's I good. I, I I I enjoy it. Not a lot of dialogue. Um, it's just hmm. a dude alone at sea. Yeah. Um, uh, The Breakfast Club. Ooh. I get it. Okay. I see where you're going with that, Joel. You know. Yeah. They're trapped. Yeah. They're in detention. That's funny. Uh, like Harry, po- Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Come on, mate. We're in Canada. It's the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. Anyways, first Harry Potter movie. Yeah. I'll admit it's one I have not revisited in a while. It's really funny watching it now because they're just a bunch of little kids who suck at acting. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Rupert Grint, who's yeah. always been amazing. But That was bloody brilliant. <laughs> uh, 
Swiss Army Man, which might be my least favorite movie of all time. I never watched it. I was curious to, and then, and then curiosity turned to, to. Actually, I take it back. I don't know. My least, my least favorite movie of all time. It's a tie between Nacho Libre and a movie called Your Highness, which uh, both of which I admit it, I never finished. Uh, I took Nacho Libre back to the video store after about 45 minutes and asked if I could exchange it for something else because it sucked. Uh, I forgot which, how much you hate Nacho Libre. That's after cute. some persistence, they, they let me do it. Well, because it was sold to me as this movie where like, like it's the funniest movie you've ever seen. you got to see it. And then I watched it, and I'm like, I go back to the people that recommended it to me, and they're like, and I'm like, yo, this movie sucked. I'm like, well, you watched it by yourself. You got to watch it with so-and-so and so-and-so and have them like making fun of it the whole time, and then it'll be amazing. And I'm like, no, that's just a bad movie because it needs two people to sit next to you and make fun of the <laughs> shitty movie that you're watching the entire time. <laughs> so those people just uh, really enjoyed their experience watching the movie. Exactly, and thought exactly. The movie was really good. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and the other movie was a movie called Your Highness, which stars mm-hmm. Danny McBride and uh, James Franco, and unfortunately Natalie Portman. Um, and yeah, Why unfortunately, ba- should we dig into that? You want to? Because she's because she, she's better than that. Yeah. Okay. She, That's fair. She, she deserved better. That's true. Anyways, um, Man, I remember the first time I watched V for Vendetta, I was like, it was like, wow, Natalie Portman is crazy. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I walked out of the theater from that movie about half an hour into it, and I went and saw Insidious instead. It was fantastic. Uh, his final movie that he uh, recommends is Ten Cloverfield Lane. So there you go. Oh hey, that's uh, so from good. each of our lists. I know, so apt. Um, yeah. So there you go. At, at Joel watches movies. Check out his blog. Give him a like. Give him a follow. Send him a thumbs up. And. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get to our number one movie to watch while you are in quarantine, Matt. What's All your right. number one? My number one movie to watch while you are in quarantine. I expect no one to understand because no one loves this movie the way that I do. But to me, it hits on all my points. It's got great nostalgia, lots of joy, takes you to another world, gives you so many feels, and makes you spend so much time wondering. Is it Mr. Like, Science Theater 3000, the movie? No, but that's, oh, dang. that's just amazing <laughs> all the time. Now is the time, people, if you've never seen it, to go watch my number one pick, and that is the animated version of The Hobbit. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. It's, I mean, I know I already said Lord of the Rings, but like you know, it takes you to those worlds... You go on well, crazy adventures, watch. weird shit happens, plus you're going to have crazy songs stuck in your head all day that'll keep taking you away from your own reality. That's true, you know? yeah. I mean, it's you're not going to watch the live action version. The plates, blunt the knives blunt the and bend the, and forks. the forks. Yeah. That's what Bilbo Baggins hates. <laughs> carefully, carefully with the plates. So good. Uh, the, other one, the other one that I get stuck in my head is down, down to Goblin Town. You'll go, my lad. Oh <laughs> my lad, so good. Oh, what's the one they sing? What's the one they sing when uh, when they're like setting the trees on fire and they've all like climbed the trees to get away from the from the wargs and stuff? 
Oh. Is that where there's a whip? There's a way? No, that's in The Return of the no. King. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay. That's oh, when uh, Sam and Frodo break into Mordor and uh, they like dress up like orcs. And then oh, yeah, there's the yeah. wards like, We don't want to go to war today. <laughs> the Lord of the Lash says, Nay, nay, nay. And then they like get like pushed into the, <laughs> the mark. Yeah. It's uh, good. So ridiculous. But yeah, The Hobbit. The Hobbit yep. from like 1973. Like awesome. Yeah. It's good fucking choice. incredible. Well, my number one pick, it was the number one most popular movie on Letterboxd. It was the number one most watched movie on Netflix this week. It's never been more timely. My number one pick for the movie to watch while you're in quarantine is Contagion. (laughs) (laughs) A movie that I admittedly watched not that long ago. Two, Two, three days ago. Oh well, it's uh, yeah. What uh, what perfect time to watch this movie? <laughs> it's 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 strangely appropriate and accurate. And oh, is it accurate? I've never seen it myself. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the I mean the the disease itself is maybe not accurate, but mm. in terms of the way we react to these sort of like global crises. I think it's bang on the money. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, now is the time if you've never seen it. The other thing is it's just a really well done movie. Um, I saw it years and years ago, and now watching it uh, again, I was like, yeah, no, that that makes that makes perfect sense. Now, now you should be watching it. Yeah. If you're if you're wanting a movie that is like, you know. A good representation of what you're seeing in the news cycle. I think this is the movie to watch. It's the best of the like viral epidemic movies. You know, Mm. you've got the Andromeda Strain. You've got however many zombie movies there are. This is probably the most accurate and the most realistic to like what would actually happen in a in a global viral pandemic. So I I recommend watching Contagion. Good stuff. That's that's my number one. That's the number one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then after you've subjected yourself to that, cool down with The Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a real hard time not putting Bubble Boy on my list somewhere. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> that's... I thought that would have been... Oh. That's, been a, good. that's a good honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, Bubble Boy. <laughs> there will never be a time where you will want to watch Bubble Boy outside of right now. So maybe give it a shot. <laughs> oh man. Uh So anyways, yeah. that's uh Yeah, that's I think you got 20 movies, well more with Joel's list. You got like 28 movies there that you can watch slash you know, TV series slash entire trilogies because yeah, we're too lazy to choose. So, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, give uh, give some of those a look if you're stuck at home and don't know what to do. And yeah, yeah. Anything else? Anything else you wanna you know, wash your hands? All yeah. that kind of stuff. 
Like, but uh, I'm washing my hands the exact same normal amount that I wash my hands in my everyday life, which is apparently the amount that you should be washing your hands when there's a pandemic. So, (laughs) that's I'm just used to that. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I I just find it so. I just find it so hard to not touch my face. That is a true. Yeah, I do that a lot. Like, I think if you if you made a game show where like all people had to do was sit there for an hour and not touch their face. (laughs) And they would win a million dollars. I don't think anyone could do it. I don't think anyone could do it. You could, and you obviously you put this distractions in there, right? You're like, oh yeah, like here's you know, just go into this living room. You can watch TV. We got some books over here. There's, you know, you can surf the internet, whatever you want. And just don't touch your face for an hour, and you win a million dollars. Like, fuck, dude. I people would make it 15 minutes. I don't think. Yep, yeah, wouldn't even realize it. No, no. Uh, it's, I find myself doing it all the time where I'm just like, oh yeah, I'll just like, go like, I'm like running away from my own hand, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's my, uh, biggest, biggest opposition or my biggest challenge to overcome in this time is not touching my face. Mm. Mine is having to walk my dog. (laughs) As someone who enjoys Oof. being being inside anyway, like I, I still have to go outside every day because my dog needs walking. And so it's yeah. just like, yeah. now it's like I take her out and I'm just like, hmm, how much can I avoid the outside world while walking through it? Hmm. Yeah. Do you guys have like a park or something near you where you can like is there, is walk there a, without? is a, a sort of park. Okay. It is yeah. a trail. Essentially, yeah. Well, that's good. It's it's a trail like, that is like, just a back alley behind houses. It's weird. Oh yeah, okay. But it's Toronto, so it's. Like, it's I weirdly everywhere. know what you mean, though. Because like I spent a lot of summers in Ontario, so I kind of know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. But I mean, I think you know. In the meantime, you can expect us to. You know, we'll we'll output more regularly, probably. Or at least yeah. as regularly, because fuck, man, we were practicing social distancing before it was cool. <laughs> We've been uh, podcasting from four thousand miles away, or however far away it is. I don't even know. Opposite sides of the country, at least. I wonder how far it is. I wonder how wrong you are. Probably pretty wrong, but probably. What did you say? Four thousand miles. Maybe it's 4,000 kilometers? I don't know. At the end of the day, after like a 1,000 miles, does it really matter? <laughs> I guess not. Uh, I just really want to know now, though. Your your exact house from my exact <laughs> house. Tell me, Google. How Are far is that? Exact addresses? Oh, man. Okay, I'm curious. Well, I mean, now. obviously, this is in kilometers and not miles. Okay, kilometers. It's just over 4,000. Kilometers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 4,000. What, what's the exact number? 331. Times 1.6. So 6,929.6 miles. Yeah. Which is a lot of miles. Yeah. Cool. Well, that... Uh, concludes our our episode for this week hope everyone's staying safe 
if you got you know recommendations for us to watch, we gladly accept those too because we're gonna be stuck inside for a while. It looks like. Uh, bit, yeah. So you can, <laughs> yeah, you can reach out to us on all the social medias at RetroCrapPod or RetroCrapPod at Gmail dot com. Um, yeah, hit us up with those suggestions. We'll probably go back to a movie review kind of next week or next month. Sorry. Um, try and find something. Maybe we continue with our the distant future, the year two thousand. Um, but that joke was from a simpler time so i don't know maybe we don't <laughs> i mean i think it maybe would be really can... fun to get like fan suggestions for isolation movies and then we watch them and then we just have an episode talking about those movies oh that could be good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um also we i definitely have time on. we can watch more than one movie for the next podcast <laughs> this has been the retro craptacular podcast you check us out on all your podcast listening devices from uh, Apple Podcasts to Stitcher to Spotify to YouTube. Whatever whatever you listen to, we're probably on there. Um, if you feel like giving us a review at all, that would be wonderful. And if you feel like telling a friend, that would also be wonderful. We could use the help if you know what I mean. <laughs> See, I can do it too. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's been the show for this week, and we'll try and get back to normal next next month, and and hopefully y'all stay safe and stay inside. Don't go out unless you have to, and uh, call your grandma. You know, she probably misses you. If you don't have a grandma, that sucks. I'm sorry. F- phone your mom. Phone your dad. Phone your sister. Your brother. Whatever else is in that Christina Aguilera song. You know? You know the one? <laughs> Call my mother, my brother, my sister, and my friends. Call all your people. Tell them you're thinking about them. And uh, until next time, keep watching crap. What? That's not the worst ending I've ever done. It's not. It might be. <laughs>